Manga Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mez. And I'm Toby. And this week, we are talking COVID creative. How are we going to get creative in this time of lockdown, Toby? Well, we've got plenty of time to think about it, so I reckon well, we've, got, we've had a few ideas. We've been doing stuff, so let's let the people know what they want to know. So, Tobes, oh my God, we've had so much time at home these last couple of weeks with sort of no end in sight at the moment. Like, what have you been up to, like, with yourself, your work, but creatively, what have you been doing to keep your, you know, your creative juices flowing? Yeah, look, the work's been, like, work work has been pretty quiet, as we sort of, we sort of mentioned that last time we were... We were on air when we were talking about this whole pandemic thing, but um, but yeah, I've I kind of been getting out on my bike every day, and one of the things I've decided to do just from rolling around Sydney and sort of seeing how quiet things were, I, th- I just kind of thought, oh, look, I'm going to be a bit of a historian here, and <laughs> you know, start filming some of this stuff. Initially, I thought I'll just take some some photos of like, you know, deserted buildings and all that sort of stuff, which I which I did, but then yeah. um, I thought I should really video this as well because it was really kind of weird like rolling around this dead city you know look at this place 50,000 people used to live in the city now it's a ghost town never seen anything like it and I've been sort of going around um just my usual kind of the usual routes that I that I ride which are generally around the inner west of Sydney where I live but I thought I'd go kind of a bit more central and, and visit some of you know Sydney's more famous landmarks like the Opera House and go over the bridge oh my god oh I was just gonna say where did you go but so you went Opera House bridge like where else yeah Opera House bridge obviously once you're over the bridge it's a, a quick hop down to to Luna Park and have a look around there and Pitt Street Mall, which is obviously... Ah. I just tried to think of places that would normally be really busy, mm. but obviously as a result of the lockdown, we're, we're now just, you know, ghost towns, really. Yeah, right. It was really Was it creepy? It was a little bit creepy around Circular Quay, I have to say, especially where the ferry wharves are. Mm. And it wasn't... It was more sad than creepy, actually, because there were loads of... Obviously, the ferries are still running because they're part of our public transport network, but clearly no one's using them because no one's coming in or out of the city at the moment. Most of the offices are closed and there's certainly no tourists about because we've obviously closed our borders and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But um, So that was kind of creepy and, you know, just to see everything shuttered up at, you know, midday uh, on a bright sunny day in Sydney is just completely bizarre yeah I bet and I've you know going past the opera house um and into the uh, sort of around the botanic gardens was was super quiet the opera house in particular was you know it's away from the streets and you can't really you, you can't hear anything when you're there so yeah. the, the peace was quite striking and seeing the steps with nobody on them and all that sort of stuff was was kind of cool so yeah so yeah I, I, I went sort of round about over about two or three days and, and filmed a bunch of different locations went around the rocks and various other things and then yeah stitched together a little video and yeah I saw it I saw your little yeah. video I thought it was like because like I haven't lived in Sydney for a couple of years now and like for me, it was like really weird watching that because like all my memories of Sydney are just like hustle bustle, work site, especially 
the part in your video, Toby, where you're going down George Street. Oh, yeah. That was so creepy. I couldn't believe how quiet that was. Yeah, super yeah, quiet. Yeah, it was really, really creepy. But you know what? I reckon, like, I love that video so much. And, like, I reckon we're going to put it in our show notes for other people to see. Like, yeah. I know you don't want to be like, watch my video. But I'm going to be like, watch Toby's video. It's so good. <laughs> no, I was actually surprised at how much... Um, positive feedback I got from just through friends and people that I've shared it with on, on Facebook and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it was something that a lot of people hadn't really, I, I don't know, I guess because you know not so many people live in, in central Sydney, obviously, and not so many people yeah. that I know really work there anymore either. So I think it was interesting for them and obviously for people overseas. Yeah. And also I think that like, you know, we're all locked in our homes and for you to be able to venture out on your bike the way you you can yeah. and be able to film it while you know you're riding and exercising is like really unique like you are kind of like bringing a whole different like you know uh, perspective to this lockdown into people's homes because like yeah. the news is not really showing that kind of stuff per se like big open wide vast spaces yeah yeah it's 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 cool and i've seen you know a few similar things happening in in other big cities around the world and there's there's been a lot of uh, footage from Milan in Italy and some other places where it's just these empty piazzas and all this other stuff and Mm. you know nature reclaiming all these different places and stuff like that. A friend of mine actually sent me a video of uh, of downtown Adelaide the other day with a freaking kangaroo hopping through the streets. Oh my god (laughs) I think I saw that. That was amazing. I thought that's so cool. And I said to That's crazy. I, I said to Jack, my better half the other day, that uh, you know, I won't feel like this is a true pandemic until I've seen a, a kangaroo hop up the uh, up the stairs of the opera house. Well you got it. You absolutely got it, let me tell you. <laughs> Anything like other cool like creative stuff that you've been doing during the lockdown? Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of organizing really mostly and my old hard drive crashed um just before i went away to japan did you have a backup uh, yeah yeah i did yeah and uh, of course of course okay i was just checking (laughs) (laughs) and uh uh consequently i lost all my lightroom catalog so i'm going through the process of re-importing all my uh all my wait so you don't back up your lightroom catalogs well, no, I don't actually. I, I back them up natively. I don't back them up onto a onto an external drive. So, um, oh, so hold on, like just so I can get my head around this. So, instead of saving your Lightroom catalog to the hard drive where the photos exist and are, are always backed up to another hard drive, you save them what on your like on another hard drive? Or no, like, no, I don't save my I don't save my catalogs. Is that what you're asking? Like you don't back up your catalogs to the backup drive? No. Why? <laughs> well, that's they're that's, so this, small. I know, but that's what one of the things that I'm now going to do. So in a way, it's kind of. Oh my god, you learn a hard lesson. Exactly. So in a way, it's kind oh of. Oh my god, you have lost all good. your edits. Yeah, but that's fine. I re-edit all the time anyway, so I never really. Yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. I never really keep. I I prefer to keep the originals than the edits anyway to be honest yeah that's weird like I heard this quote today actually you just reminded me of it and I and I'm gonna say it because I thought it was so poignant um that the negative or like you know your raw file or your Hmm. film negative is simply the score like and how you play it is how you edit it and you can have the same score but many different photographers, aka many different musicians, are going to play it differently. And so 
you know, the piece of music is not complete until the player has played the score. I love that. I love that. I know. It's so good. That's so good. I know. I think, uh, you know who said it? Oh, my God. You know who said it? (laughs) Ansel Adams. I just remembered it. Ansel Adams said it. He's like, because he was notoriously known for uh, editing his negatives you know, very differently, like yeah. every decade. Yeah. He would come out with the same image, but it would be edited in like in the darkroom, like uh, in such a completely different way that mm. kind of changed the whole mood and feeling of the whole image. Mm. And he says, like in this, this video I saw, that yes, well, the negatives is just the score. And yeah. it's going to be played many different ways in many different, you know, spaces of time. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, yes. That's awesome. I love that. I know. I love it. Love it. Yes. That's awesome. So yeah, so yeah, I've been doing that. I've been sort of re-importing all my all my all my old stuff, like years and years worth of of, uh, of photographs. And I'm also uh, in the process of editing a film about my trip to Japan, which will be oh. coming out in a f- well, I don't know, maybe a week or two, I guess. I've just got to oh, awesome. uh, got to grade it and um, do some other little bits and pieces and then that'll be done so that's primarily for my I'm uh, excited about that because yeah that's for my mum and sister but yeah but like you say oh yeah make this video for mum and sister like shut up Toby like the <laughs> last video that you made of a trip to Japan was seriously one of the most like phenomenal like travel videos I'd ever seen <laughs> and I actually think that you need to do like a freaking YouTube live or something about editing because the way you edit videos is just like it blows my mind oh thanks man. please do that please consider doing a YouTube live yeah, about maybe I will because I mean that's one of the things you've been doing during the lockdown is your little little live videos which have been freaking awesome I have to say yeah yeah no, they've been really fun like nerve-wracking which is so weird because like I normally like present and like workshop and do talks like in person yeah and so like all these people that normally like you know book me to do those kind of things are now booking me to do them like through you through like my my website live Mm. and so I yeah I've done two so far and the thing is is like normally like when I go in there to talk to them I'm there for like two hours so these YouTube lives end up going for like an hour and a half. And that's like a lot. Like if I'm going on YouTube and someone's video is like an hour and a half, I'm like not watching that. So yeah, it's live, so it's different. <laughs> I know, I know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back through and I'm going to cut them into segments and yeah. then upload them like to my, my YouTube uh, channel, which I don't. I only just recently got that so I could go live. And, yeah, so then if you can, like, they'll be separated into different sections of what I talk about. But, yeah, that's been kind of, like, a really cool way for me to, like, keep the creative juices flowing. Mm. And I like doing them because I forget, like, how much I know. Yeah. You know, like, how especially, like, in a lockdown situation, like, you can kind of get a bit down on yourself, I think. It's kind of hard, like, you know, when you can't be creative in the way you're normally creative. Oh, blah, 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 People are doing all these things. Why can't I do things like that? Blah, blah, blah. You kind of get down on yourself. So yeah. if you give yourself projects and stuff, I just kind of feel like, for me, like, it makes me feel so much better and so much creative and it reminds me of like how much I do know about photography and I can kind of get like my creative juices flowing a bit better. Yeah, it reminds me of one of the early, early episodes that we did on the the old CCBB when we talked about that, you know, creativity and not getting sort of bogged down in what other people are doing. And I think this particular time has really exacerbated that for for a lot of people. And I think I've seen... A lot of people posting um, old, you know, 
pictures from from times past of places they've been or whatever it might be and I think you know some people might misinterpret that and think oh god you know I've got to do more I'm just sitting at home doing doing nothing you know just yeah yeah where it's like their archive from like a year ago yeah exactly and and that's again that's something else I've been sort of um looking at, at old pics and you know playing them differently as Ansel might have said (laughs) exactly and I think that's super important to do like just also like this is such a time where we can as creators we can be like self-educating you know what I mean yeah absolutely and there are some cool photographers out there doing some pretty like interesting things online and you've been like sending me little links like during (laughs) the weeks like What's been like one of your favorite kind of, you know, things that's popped up in the news about like photographers doing interesting and quirky things online? Well, there's there's been some really creative stuff and some really funny stuff as well. But um, one of the companies I work for actually has, has kind of taken on this. It's becoming a bit of a trend of this idea of virtual uh virtual photo shoots oh yeah um and the company is shoot my travel which i've obviously mentioned a few times through the through the course of this podcast they uh sent out a note about it's probably about two weeks ago now um saying that they were going to offer people um the opportunity to have these virtual photo shoots and uh, essentially, uh, you know, obviously Shoot My Travel uh, traditionally is a service that provides a professional photographer to tourists in various different cities around the world to kind of take them on a little tour and take some professional quality photos of them at the same time. Clearly, we can't do that at the moment because travel doesn't exist anymore yep. thanks to the old <laughs> COVID. Um, so they came up with this virtual uh, photo shoot idea. And essentially what it is is... Uh, a client will contact you as a photographer via Zoom or Skype or whatever network they used to do video calls with, and they will kind of show you where they are, whether it's you know out on a walk or in their own homes or whatever. Yeah. And you kind of through using their camera as your eyes, effectively, you you hmm. kind of scope a spot for them to kind of stand in oh. and get a nice kind of pose going, and then you literally get your camera and take a picture of the screen right um, and then process process that shot yeah um so that's one of the services they've been providing and i've seen a few other people doing a a similar kind of kind of thing yeah um there's a guy called uh tim dunk in the in the uk timdunk.com is his website if you want to check check them out and he's got a He's got a page on there called, which he calls FaceTime photo shoots, and he's been doing the same thing through uh, through FaceTime essentially. And oh, yeah. he said that he's he's ke- he's kept his portrait business pretty much ninety percent active as a result of doing this right. stuff. Right, but so. like, so he's charging people? Like, he's not like doing it as like a personal project. He's like, it's like a it's like business. Yeah, it's a business for him normally, and I guess he's figured a way of of managing to do that even you know whilst being in, in, yeah. in isolation I, I recommend um checking out what he's done with it okay we'll put it in the show notes yeah it's really really clever and really really nice and there's been a few people um sort of doing that kind of stuff yeah i saw another person online doing something like that because a friend of mine who's a musician he um sort of he was like a model i guess you would say for this person and so their uh handle this person who's doing the same kind of thing doing um live photo shoots through skype is re stacks like restacks and we'll chuck that link up too in the show notes and he she not sure because it's like artists very you know gender neutral loving it <laughs> um 
has like been photographing like musicians and artists in their homes through Skype and directing them like same thing different light can you step into the light can you go into this room what's around you can you do this can you do that and that's really I think it's really a cool idea if it's done right. Yeah, it is. It is cool, and it, it's it harks us back to the old days of like hipstermatic and those kind of funky. Oh my god, totally! Because it's like a f- weird filter. Yeah, like those old Polaroidy, Kodaky type filters that everyone freaking yeah, loves. Yeah, because your days. webcam is like a certain res, and it's not yeah. like it's not like it's four K. No, it's generally <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. A little bit different if you're using a phone. I guess those cameras are a little bit more high high quality. But if you're doing it via a laptop or a desktop it's it's not looking good but one of the things that uh that tim dunk says is you know uh <laughs> there's a quote on this page where he just says you know the image quality is a little bit questionable but deal with it <laughs> embrace That's good it that he's just like pointing it out like yeah, duh, of course. He basically just says embrace <laughs> it because you know what other choice have you got um, so that was a nice idea. And in a way, like the medium is super reflective of the time. And that's the thing, like as an artist, like you, yeah. you know, taking the photo is one thing, but choosing the medium in which that photo is taken or which, you know, uh, the end medium of that photograph is so much, so important. It's almost as important as like taking the picture itself. Yeah, totally. I mean, you, you think you think you'll think of it and laugh now, but... 50 years down the track, people will be looking back at these pictures and saying, why do those pictures look so weird? And people will be saying, well, son, let me tell you the days of the COVID pandemic of 2020, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, you sounded so Aussie then. Yeah, I meant to. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, okay, well done. Well done. It's pretty funny. Some of the other stuff I've seen which has been cool as well is is, um, this kind of – concept of what people are now calling door traits which is like a portrait in your doorway like very clever very social distance yeah yeah there have been a few people doing that one's an aussie photographer called melanie edge and she's done this project um in perth actually of her neighbors and she called it the drive-by project oh my god that sounds like you're about to shoot someone which she was (laughs) but with a camera not a gun yeah just in a nice way in a nice way yeah so yeah she literally walked down her street asked neighbors who wanted to take part to come out in their front yards or driveways and she just did like little family portraits of everyone which I thought was a nice idea. That's so cool. Yeah and another guy in the UK has been doing that as well a guy called Jim Barker who coined the term door traits that's where I got it from and he's been doing uh, portraits through doorways and windows and all that sort of stuff and they're, they're really cool as well actually it's worth looking him up as well. That's cool. Something that reminds me of that is like I follow this um, guy on Insta and I'm sure like many people do his name's Andrew Knapp aka like find Momo Uh, yeah and Momo is like a border collie and he does like books and oh he's amazing and he's a really nice dude and he drives a yellow Volkswagen bus like I do and he's been doing like the same kind of thing as is Dortritz but um he's calling the series they get us out and it's people and their dogs oh I love it so like people yes it's so good because obviously like like for me I have a dog and it's the he's the main reason that I'm able to a legally get out and about yeah, yeah and you know to make sure that I'm getting outside time and getting exercise and going in the backyard or the front yard and playing with him and getting <laughs> vitamin D and all that and so he's been like you know booking people and he'll like go around to their house or see them on the street you know where they're legally allowed to they are legally allowed to exercise their dogs and taking these beautiful portraits of people and their dogs and like who doesn't 
love dogs. That's a great idea too. It's really cool. You should totally check it out. Like, yeah, we'll put his handle in the show notes too. But that just kind of reminded me of that as well. And I guess the difference is like he's including the dogs and, you know, and seeing how like different people are kind of getting through like all of this as well is kind of really reflective in all this kind of work. For sure. And I think, you know, people kind of probably took their pets a little bit for granted until this kind of time came came around. And oh now there's, it's yeah. so vital to have, particularly if you're on your own and, you know, you live alone or you're far away from friends and family and stuff like that. If you have a pet, it's obviously a huge boost to your to your morale at the moment i would imagine it's just like having oh my a little God, 100%. a little mate by your side yeah they're all it? just going to be devastated when everyone has to physically go back to work <laughs> yeah there'll be a dog the depression dogs will be like what <laughs> what be... is going on <laughs> well they might be relieved you never know <laughs> yeah they might be like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> a couple of funny things i've seen as well was uh i think he's like an action photographer this guy called philip klein herrero is his name what a name loving it i know it's a great it's a great name he hails from germany originally i believe and he's lived in various parts of the world anyway he does a lot of adventure skiing you know snowboarding type stuff and he has put this little time-lapse video on his uh he put it on his instagram which is where i saw it initially he's also got a youtube channel um and it's such a fun idea he was he had this whole adventurous uh ski trip planned with his family just before the pandemic struck Mm. and uh obviously had to cancel it and he was so gutted and you know, he says in the in the Instagram post that he just couldn't stop thinking about this ski trip and what he would have been doing and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So he decided to, to recreate it in the most imaginative way you could possibly think of. He's essentially set a camera up on his ceiling looking directly down. So right. his floor has become a canvas essentially. Got you. Um, and he's, uh, he's created this awesome time-lapse video of him going on a ski trip, climbing a mountain, skiing back down the mountain, doing flips in the air. And all he's used is is him in his ski gear and like white sheets to represent the mountains. Oh, my and gosh. It's excellent. Cool. It's really fun. So we'll put that in the show notes as well because it's such a fun watch. It's really cool. Oh, my God. People are just getting so like – ultra creative in lockdown it's classic and the other hilarious one i saw was uh was from this guy i follow on youtube called kai kai w he's a uh, english um street photographer a very good one does a lot of camera reviews and stuff like that someone that i that i really enjoy watching and he's very very funny and uh, has a very dry sense of humor Anyway, he obviously has got the shits because he can't do his street photography anymore at the moment because he can't, you know, <laughs> oh he can't, God, yeah. can't get it's out of the house. Butter, man. Yeah, so he yeah. he and his friend decided to fire up the the video game console and um, and uh, played uh, a bit of Grand Theft Auto where your character actually has a has a, a phone which includes a camera. Right. And they decided to, they decided to set themselves extreme street photography challenges within the confines of the game, and it's what? it's a twenty minute. It's so funny. It's a 20-minute video and uh, oh, it's just cracking up. It's just very, very amusing. Oh, my God. We've got to put that in the show notes. I'm going to watch that as soon as we finish. <laughs> Loved Grand Theft Auto when I was a teenager. It's epically geeky. What about my money? We're shooting a show here trying to work. Hello? I'll just you know, have somebody call my agent or something. Man, fuck you. Whatever. Uh, back to one. 
please? We're shooting something. What have you seen, Mez? Have you seen anything, any cool stuff out there? Yeah, like, no, you know, I've just been kind of like keeping in contact with like the normal kind of people I follow on the socials and, and all that. But one person who's been doing some really interesting stuff is Pete Souza. Oh, yeah. Who most of you probably know was the presidential photographer of the Obama yep. era. Um, and on his, and he's like kind of known like for the past couple of years of like throwing so much shade on his Instagram at Donald oh, Trump. Big time. So like he'll like normally like post a really relevant photo of what's going on with the president in America, but it'll be like of Obama handling it in like such a better way than Trump. And it's like so funny. Like he, th- and he did a whole <laughs> book called Shade. Oh, did he? I didn't like know he's, that. it's so great. It's so, so great. Yeah. I don't know if it's out yet or if it's coming out or if it's, I don't know. I can't remember, but it's like called Shade and it's all like the photos that he's like uh, featured in that little kind of Insta series he's been doing. But he's been doing this thing on like Insta Live called chatting the pictures and what he does is like he picks like a really famous photograph that he's taken like of president obama and he like talks everyone through like what was going on in that moment like how he captured the photograph like how he felt about it afterwards and like you know the the um the reaction from the public of certain photographs and then he also has been doing like these little kind of things about like cameras and camera settings and you know and that kind of stuff which I haven't really watched because I don't really need to but (laughs) the stuff where he talks about you know these individual images that sounds so cool yeah so good and if you just like go to his insta like you'll see it in his IGTV um tag yeah cool I'm gonna do that it's so interesting so there's you know at least a, a good couple there and they go for quite a while so that's definitely something i recommend yeah nice. and um one other thing i recommend because i i always kind of like watch this guy he, this guy ted forbes aka the art of photography oh yeah i know him probably like yeah the most famous like photography youtube i would say one of them and he's like not a douchebag now some of those like youtube photography dudes can be total douchebags he's not he's so nice and he's been sort of setting out these like photo challenges like I'm like not partaking in them but I watch like his camera reviews and I watch him you know review photo books and his whole back catalog on his YouTube channel is like amazing so you just like dive really deep into that but if you're the kind of person that needs motivation he's been setting like photo assignments like every week yeah cool yeah and then people like share their images with him and then he like I think he puts them on the YouTube and he talks about them and and there's like winners and stuff like that. So that's really cool. And I think that could get some people, you know, like a bit of cre- like creative juice flowing toads. Yeah, definitely. Actually, a, a guy I follow on YouTube, a guy called a Canadian guy called Pete McKinnon, who um, is a very high energy uh, photographer slash videographer, but really, really cool, cool guy and, and does great tutorials. He's been doing something very similar. He's been, he's been calling it PM photo assignments. So Pete McKinnon photo assignments. Mm-hmm. And essentially each week he... Uh, he creates a challenge in the same way, but they're kind of they're kind of a little bit abstract, which is which is good and bad. So the first one he did was uh, he just gave you a word, which was isolation, which was obviously very of the times. Yeah. Um, yeah. The second week he did contrast. Okay. And just that's and that's all he says. He just gives you a word and says you yeah. you interpret that however you want. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and last week he did red, but he said it was been fun for him to kind of scroll through the hashtag because he sees the theme change in the hashtag. Oh yeah, of course. Like all the different interpretations. Yeah, you can do it yourself. It does look really cool. You see each week, kind of obviously a change in the flow of the images that are being submitted. But this guy has more than a million subscribers on his YouTube channel, and he picks his ten 
favorite each week and he singles out these people throws up their uh, handles and you know encourages people to go follow these people blah 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 which is really cool for someone of of that st- of that yeah for that you know he's got a he's got a big following himself and for him to kind of lend you a oh, bit of that that's pretty good like pr for someone yeah it's really it's a really nice thing to do so yeah he doesn't need to do that so this week's challenge is super weird it's called the new normal are you gonna do any i thought you know every week i've thought about it and i've just never yeah i've just yeah I, I've, the, the red one i thought i had several kind of red things that i could have uh could have put through but i just I didn't end up doing it in there because yeah. I got way later with with some other stuff. But the new normal is the latest one, and I'm just struggling with that. Yeah, <laughs> like what would you do for that? I've got no idea. What would you do? Um, I don't know. Like something that's become like new into my routine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the I don't know. Like oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. But I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Like how you get like food delivered. <laughs> Like, <laughs> take secret, a photo of that though. Like you could like wait for the delivery guy to show up, and you could shoot him through the door. Him just like putting it down. Oh yeah, that's cool. our delivery guys. They like put it down so softly, and they don't because they're not allowed to knock on the door because they're not allowed to touch anything. Oh yeah, and then they just back away. <laughs> like literally, this guy like it looked like he was putting like you know flaming dog poop. It was like, and then he just backed away. Yeah, and I was like, was that the food? <laughs> like I don't know. That's kind of funny. And I think like I funny. think my neighbor like for like didn't realize that her like dumplings came one night, <laughs> and then like the next morning, I was like, is that like dumplings oh, on no. her just... like doorstep it was so funny so that's kind of like a new weird normal yeah, that's i don't know i don't know i don't know what i would do to be honest but that's just like a funny scenario but it's cool hey because that just that just demonstrates how it gets your mind spinning and gets you just gets you thinking about new ideas so it's a it's a, it's a good idea for these guys to do that sort of stuff i reckon yeah totally <laughs> We've just talked about like what some like photographers out there what they're doing, but let's talk about like what like we can all be doing as photographers who maybe not feeling so juiced. Yeah. Like what can we be doing? And I've got like a bit of a list. Yeah, give us the lowdown. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just was like, okay, what can we be doing in this time as creatives to you know still feel like we're being creative if we can't necessarily get out and shoot? Which you can though. Like you can shoot heaps of stuff in your house. You can do portraits. You can like photograph your pets. You can do macro photography. Yeah. And Especially if you have like a level of studio equipment, you could pretty much do anything. Like as long as you have a really willing partner who might want to be involved. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, like I'm taking a course. Like I'm doing a free online photography course with the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Wow! I know it's called Seeing Through Photographs, and they put it on a couple times a year through Coursera. Yeah. And I signed up for that, and I do like a couple hours a week, and it's like sort of about like teaching you like reteaching you how to see photographs in a different way like how to you know look at them and be able to see like multiple facets and not just Mm -hmm. because I kind of like I see so much work from other people all the time and I have to get through it really quick with you know when I judge stuff or when I'm you know when people are when I'm doing like portfolio reviews for people and it's like bam 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 and it's like sort of teaches you to slow down yeah look through the photograph think about the history of photography and also like the definitions of like different kinds of photography like you know, what makes art photography, art photography and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's been a really interesting course and I highly recommend um, people take it. I think you can just jump on and sign up at any time and it's free. And there's lots of other free courses out there too, which we'll talk about later. But so take a course. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Yeah, like you, Tobes, like work on your post-processing skills or like re-edit photos. I've been doing loads of that. And just learning, learning 
techniques, not just natively in the camera, but also editing techniques as well. Oh, 100%. So there's, there's, there's a whole ton of people that I follow on Instagram who are heavy Photoshop users, which, you know, people either love or hate that kind of stuff. And it, I think it really depends on how far you, you push it. Yeah. But some of these guys are super creative with the way they use Photoshop. And I've, I've actually found that really inspiring because it's it's helped me kind of elevate some images in my back catalogue that previously I've kind of looked at and thought, eh, yeah, not too sure about that one. But I've kind of gone back to some of them now and I'll start posting these on my on my Instagram in the, in the yeah, coming do. weeks. Yeah, do. I want to see. And really like just really kind of pushing them to the sort of edge of where they can go and yeah I'm loving it like it's it's really yeah. it's, it's really fun like, and those skills that you're going to learn by doing that are just going to like you know go into your regular yeah, you know exactly. workflow yeah. and it's going to help you elevate your style and evolve it yeah and likewise with with video the video stuff I've been working on I, you know I'm so grateful to have a whole ton of footage from Japan to work with at the moment because that's just given me this big project to sort of really get my teeth into and I've been sort of thinking about all sorts of stuff like primarily color grading that's probably my weak weakest skill in terms of video editing at the moment so I've I've found this guy on YouTube who's actually a Hollywood colorist and he's just giving away all these like tips for Nick's on on how he colors different moods and all the explaining color wheels and all this other stuff it's like full-on you know, geek out, but oh my god, can you like send me those links? <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, it's so cool. It's just like wow, because I love cinematic color grading. Yeah, I love it. I do too, and I love when they do those drag overs of you know the before and afters, and you're just like, whoa. Oh, totally. I froth over that yeah. stuff, man. So that's like that stuff people can be doing. They can be researching different techniques for sure. One thing that I'm doing also at the moment is I'm designing a book. I mean, yeah. come on, we shoot so much stuff, and where does it end up? It usually stays on hard drives. You know, print your stuff, design a book, or yeah, like send your stuff away to get prints back if you can afford it at the moment. Yeah. Um, and some other ideas are research, you know, and plan future projects that you can do when all this is kind of over and we're allowed to get back out into the world. Yeah, that's a good one. Research a particular photographer as well if you if you now you've got the time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, totally. And you could do you could research certain photographers by watching photography documentaries yes. and photography movies. Yes. That's been really cool. I've been doing that a fair bit. Yeah. There's been a few uh, few lists going around of stuff like that, you know. There has. Like, any, just Google, like, best photography, like, documentaries, and they'll tell you where to watch them. Just Google it. It's so good. <laughs> and, yeah, and also I've been backing up my, you know, my hard drive, my backup hard drive to the cloud. Oh, nice. So it basically is running, like, 24-7 in the background. Oh, my God. It takes so long, eh? Oh, my God. Just... I have, like, oh, my God. It says, like, 5 million and something files. And I'm just <laughs> really? like, oh, my God. Like, don't show me that. Like, don't tell me how many there are to still upload. Like, I don't want to know that. Oh, my God. It's, like, 8 terabyte. Holy yeah. shit. I know. Whoa. I know. Hectic. 8 terabytes. But, yeah, there's all this, like, kind of stuff that we can be doing that's not necessarily, like, going out and shooting. Yeah. but it's still like, you know, adding to our creative souls in so many ways and like organizing your office. Like I redesigned my office and it is just like feeling so good in there and I like spending time in there so much more than I ever did. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Like feng shui. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned the the MoMA course that you're doing. What Have, have you seen any other kind of cool online resources that people can kind of 
get stuck into? Oh my God, there's so many, but I'll just like, I made a whole list, which I'll chuck up on the website, but some of the ones that I think are like really good deals, because a lot of these are free, Yeah, right. is obviously like the MoMA, the MoMA course I chatted about, but also like Canon Live, the UK. Oh yeah. They're doing these free live webinars. Um, and you know, you like sign up, it's free yeah. and they let you know when it's on and you can join the webinar and it's different photographers talking about different things, like either their career, certain photographs, how they edit, blah, blah, blah. There's so many different topics. Yeah, that's cool. So Canon Live are doing that. But then also like Nikon, like the Nikon uh, website, they're offering like all their free lessons that you normally have to pay for that whole thing is free for the entire month of April. So that's at Nikon, and we'll chuck this up in yeah, the links as well. I had a look at that, actually. It was pretty pretty cool. I don't use uh, Nikon gear at all and never have, but um, it doesn't really matter because a lot of it's just kind of technique stuff, and which you can do with any camera, obviously. But, yeah, some of it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's exactly. actually decent. And Leica are doing free webinars as well. It's called Stay Home with Leica. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, same kind of thing, like different photographers who are shooting Leica. Like, it doesn't matter that it's Leica or not. No. Yeah, doing live web webinars they're releasing different videos from past stuff they've done that's all free um but one that i've been doing for the last couple days and i actually think like when we go to air it probably won't be available anymore which is such a bummer but i'm going to mention it anyway because they have a really good discount as well and like they're completely not sponsoring us by the way but they could they could they could absolutely hey um (laughs) yeah um subriceeducation.com so sue bryce is like a pretty well-known portrait photographer like you know she's not a celebrity photographer she photographs real people and she's really clever and really amazing at so many different things Mm. from you know lighting and styling and posing especially and then like business and money Mm -hmm. and she's giving away free access to all of her online videos there's like 500 videos all of them from the 20th all of them. Oh my so God. the entire thing that people normally pay for, 300 bucks a year that people pay for, she's giving away for free for six days. What? I know. So it's April 20th to April 26th. So it's probably uh, not available now as this airs, but she has a good discount at the moment. I think she's got like 100 bucks off the whole thing. You know, And if you're a portrait photographer, mm. I, I think it's a pretty good investment if you can afford it. Yeah, that is cool. So she's that's a really good one. And like I said, I'm going to chuck all these links up on the website. Yeah, there's loads of them. Adobe's been doing a lot of cool stuff as well. Some some live uh, live shows with with some of their what do they call them? ambassadors? They call them, I think. Oh and, yeah. Um, just just a lot of people coming on and yeah, same sort of stuff. Really, just talking about their processes and uh, what's fascinating is how different everyone is, and it's kind of reassuring in a way to know that. There isn't just one single way of doing things in this in this game, you know. Sure. Because I always kind of think, oh, I'm sure I'm doing that wrong. But, yeah. You know, I've seen people do it the same way or do it completely differently and another person do it completely differently again. So just whatever works for you, really, I guess, is probably the main yeah, thing to Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God, I so agree. But, yeah, I think we'll chuck all that stuff up on the website so people can access it, plus some, like, free and discounted softwares that are out there at the moment. Yeah. We'll chuck that up as well. We'll keep you busy. Yeah, we'll keep you busy. There's a lot of resources there that we've given you guys to, you know, get inspired, get creative, yeah. start following different people that might be doing interesting things. Yeah, and we'll do the same. Yeah, keep yourselves entertained, guys. Keep busy and keep washing your hands too. Oh, and then, you know what, Tobes, actually, you know what a great thing to do yeah. during COVID is? What's that? Listen to a podcast. <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, we've got plenty in the back catalogue now, so um, yeah, keep listening, guys, and leave us comments, subscribe, like, do all that stuff, and uh, we'll come back and speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. See ya. Bye! 
Click Click Bang Bang, a photography podcast, is produced by Meredith Schofield and Toby Farage. Hey, that's us. <laughs> it is us. And I also do the editing. And Mez, you look after the engineering side of things, I guess. Yeah, like sort of, yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of other people that have kind of helped us to get this thing up and away. Indeed. Like our amazing branding was designed by dingdingding.co, a.k.a. Your Better Half Tobes. Definitely my better half. And the fabulous music you're hearing in the background. Let's just have a little bit more of a listen there. Yeah, that's it. Composed by our good friend Simon Filiuzzi, a legend. So good. How good is that music, Tobe? So good. So, so good. So good. And look, remember, you can subscribe to this podcast everywhere. Yep. Send us your comments and ideas for the show. And please don't forget to rate us. It really helps others discover us. You can check us on the socials at CCBB Podcast. We'll see you soon. See ya. Shono, you can hit uh, stop on the record.